Yes, you are on the run home with Joel and Fletch. Time for the second hour. I hope you enjoyed the first hour. Uh, you've got the prop in the sock for your Friday fun time. Hope you're enjoying your commute home or if you're sitting at a picnic with the family with the wireless up loud and the kiddies are enjoying all the chat this afternoon. Oh. From the, <laughs> Why are you shaking your head, Brooksy? I imagine, to explain. I imagine families sitting around and listening to us when I think of our show. Do you not? I do, yeah. Brooksy, no, no, clearly no. not. Okay. okay. Uh, a big welcome to our New Zealand listeners who are joining us via SENZ. Uh, you can text double eight double three to get involved in the show. I'd love to hear from a few of our Kiwi listeners. Uh, and a massive shout out to Steve from Wanaka. Um, when I was there a couple of years ago, Steve helped me. Um, I had a flat tyre. And Steve and the family from Wanaka, if you're listening, Steve, hope you're well. Uh, if you missed the first hour, is that what you wanted me to do? You said pick a town and a person, make it up, Brooksy. So it sounds personal. That was perfect. Was it? Yep. Did you want to make up a person in New Zealand? Sock? I was I was just going to go with Wendy Wellington. as a Who from this? Just a shout out uh, to Paul. Paul. Um, he does great croissants there uh, here at the Basin. Just I, take I a thought left at the roundabout. If, <laughs> if people have uh, been affected by Optus... And they can't call a friend in New Zealand. How about they text in 0457 736 736? Who do you want to say hello to in New Zealand? Fantastic. We'll relay the message via SENZ. We will do that. And, and if you missed the first hour, you can subscribe and listen to the Run Home with Joel and Fletch podcast at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or download the SEN app. Uh, the tradie hour has been completed. That was the first hour. It was a big thanks to Amer Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. Um, now, Gibbo used to do a great segment. Uh, it was a Kiwi update with Gibbo. Can you yep. just give us a quick update on the Wellington Phoenix and the New Zealand Breakers, where they sit at uh, in those respective leagues? Oh, I, I, I'd absolutely love to do that. Now, the Wellington Phoenix are not only going really, really well in both the A-League men's competition, they're doing really well in the A-League women's competition. Now, they've got a new striker, a Brazilian striker up front, who's just scoring goals for fun in both competitions. Uh, that is two separate players, not playing the same competition. So the Phoenix are going really well. Uh, and then the New Zealand Breakers, look, they played last night. It was a tight affair and they went down, actually, in the final second of the game. They went to overtime and it was the Perth Wildcats who, you know, we love them here at SCN and they played really well. Fantastic. Go the mighty Perth. Did this happen, Brooksy, this game? It, it could have. Did that game it actually happen? Have. Did you look that up? It did actually happen. Can I? Terrific. Are we still doing shout outs to New Zealand? We are. Oh, just a, just a quick one? one. I've got a real yep. one. It happened on a flight over to New Zealand three weeks ago. I met a girl called Meg. Uh, Meg is on the New Zealand um, uh, water skiing team, and she's been You're over. And yeah, yeah. So I didn't even know that it was a real thing. They've only just started live streaming, and I was telling her oh, how she could sort of make a bit more money and maybe create a social profile. And you know, I did say, I did suggest, like potentially, you know, TikTok and. and other sites like that. But if Meg from Wanaka, she was actually from Wanaka, if you mm. are listening, I'm following your career and hope you go really well. Terrific. Thank you for listening. Uh, now, we are peeling back the curtain on YouTube. You can search Run Home with John and Fletch on YouTube and you can watch all your favourite moments from the show and from this week from the boardroom. It's a great watch. Um, coming up on the show, just a reminder, Wallabies legend Drew Mitchell, he'll join us with a hot take. Real needle mover, Drew. Um <laughs> He'll be on an SEN track analyst, Dean Watling. Great. He's, uh, is he in the hotel room this week, Brooksy, or is he... No, he got out. He got out. Still with the strapper. Is he? Mm. Uh, now, <laughs> the big news. Australia are through to their eighth 
ODI World Cup final beating South Africa yet again. This is the third time, I believe, Sock, that we have uh, defeated South Africa in a semi-final in a World Cup. Um, and all that's left to do is for us to win our sixth title against India on Sunday. We're pretty confident about it here in the room. Uh, Mark, you were just saying how wonderful the Australian cricket team is and how much better they are than England. And we thank you for saying that. Um, they weren't the only Aussie team in action last night, though, Sock. And this is where you're another expert. Um, the Socceroos mm. took on Bangladesh in a World Cup qualifier. Here's the highlights. Craig Goodwin delivers the free kick in. It's a good ball and it's the opening goal from the towering Harry Sutar. Little dink over the top. That's a great run from Metcalf. Squares the ball. And Brandon Morello. Miller is there with Metcalf. He dinks the ball back in. Great header. Mitch Duke. Now Boss. Good ball back post. Cleared. Morello first time off the post. Played back in. And Mitch Duke at the double. Here is Boss on the attack. McLaren is there. The flag stays down. Must have been close. Burgess and Longo getting in each other's way, I think. Oh, how about the feet from Jordi Boss? Now Suta back for Longo. His shot palmed out only as far as McLaren. And that's six. Here's Miller again. The cross in. McLaren this time is there for his hat trick. Yes, the soccer is getting it done. 7-0 against Bangladesh. Uh, Harry Suta. That, that great man, big tall man at the back there. He opened the scoring with a booming header off a Craig Goodwin free kick. Um, Brandon Borello and a first half brace to Mitchell Duke had the Socceroos up for zip after 45. Uh, Melbourne's Jamie McLaren came off the bench in the second half to score a hat trick. Well done by the Socceroos. We're tracking nicely to get into another World Cup. And dare I say it, we'll probably win this one. Uh, based on, well, we've, yeah. Yeah, we'll win it. Uh, Graham Arnold, the coach, he had this to say afterwards on the performance. Did he say it? We missed it. Yeah, he we was, missed it. Oh, he, he was he was silent. He, he used he sign was, language. He was. I just and he was very that. Yes, Brooksy, what did he say? Yeah, look, I think said. that uh, the boys did exceptionally well. Um, you know, Sounds we only like had that one training session for those type of connections. But, look, overall, I think... Uh, you know, we could have doubled the score at least had another, you know, four or five goals. But, uh, yeah, I'm very proud of the boys today. So he wanted it to be 14-0. It's a real shame for Australia there. Um, Graham Ardle, he becomes the longest-serving Socceroos coach of all time. Um, Sock, you, um, did you watch the match against Bangladesh? I didn't, know. Unfortunately, saw the highlights. Um, Australia in a great position. They're off to Kuwait uh, to play Palestine now before the Asian Cup. So they've now extended, haven't they, in the World Cup, that there's now eight spots to qualify through in Asia as opposed to four. So they've doubled it. Yes, because they've gone from 36 to 48 teams. Mm. Yes, so US, Canada and Mexico, more groups. Now that there's is a more teams, which means more dollar for China. What a great tournament that would be. Uh, to go to, which do we know which Australian network has that, and which who I should be sending a CV SBS. to? Oh, I'm not getting the job there. Bloody hell! Fifty nine matches in the next World for, Cup. No, for Graham Arnold, fifty nine oh. matches at the helm. <laughs> that do is we, a lot. Do we see him sort of? Are we getting Ange Pozzacozlu vibes from him? 
I would in, love. Who is what, you reckon he will end up in the Premier League? Eventually, well, just do we, is it is it for him, or does he sort of feel like this is is this the? Uh, I wouldn't imagine so. I think he's got you know he's got more opportunity around the world. Do you see him? Coaching I don't know. He, they were up, before the last World Cup. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he was on the chopping block. They were after Graham. They uh, were, uh, and then obviously we did the best we've ever done in the World Cup, and he gets to play on. But I guess that's the danger of being a football manager. Um, well, I guess he could end up in Europe. Yeah. He knocked back. Was it Hibbs, Marky? There was a yes. softball so, that came up earlier in the year. Hibbs concentrating on soccer. And he said, no, way too, not big enough. Like, that's not the level he's at. And then the Central Coast Mariners coach, he went to Hibbs instead. So if Arnold's looking for a team, I don't think he can get to the Premier League this quickly. So did, even Hibbs, he did, did he say Hibbs wasn't big enough for him? He didn't say that, but that's the truth. That's what Alluded it is. Alluded to That's it. what it is, essentially. Hibbs, are they Australia's of, bigger than Hibbs. Is it? Yeah. Is Hibbs out of, where is it out of? Is it they're, they're, they're the second. Well, no, they're one of the two teams. Hearts as well, hearts right? And hips, yeah, that's interesting. Mm. Oh well, yeah. um, in the group one that we're in, in the um, in the qualifying through Asia, Australia we're on top. Um, we've played one and won one. Then Lebanon's played one, and <laughs> <laughs> Lebanon. I'm just sure. I've just seen this ladder. There's not a lot that's gone on so far <laughs> in this group. They'll all draw. Lebanon. There's been two games. He's like, they've played one. They've played one. Look, peel back the curtain. I put the ladder in there just so you could see what that meant. But it is only the first game of qualification and it was a nil-all draw on the other side. And you did ask me to go through the rundown before and I faked that I did. So I do (laughs) apologise to everybody for that. Um, Good on the Socceroos and um, good on the Matildas. I tell you, football in this country is booming. Everybody's following Postacoglu. And Tottenham and oh, geez, the, the so, Matildas. The Matildas. Uh, what, what is it? Sorry, can we play it again? <laughs> is that Bradley Charles Stubbs? It is BCS. In it to win it? No, win, win, win. Win, win, win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take another break here. You're on the run home with the prof and the sock. It's an NRL news update. Subscribe to SEN League on YouTube and the SEN podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yes, you are. Uh, welcome back to The Run Home with John and Fletcher uh, on your Friday fun times with the prof and the sock. Just a reminder, the caller of the week will win a $1,000 smoke alarm pack. Thanks to Red Smoke Alarms. Think Red Smoke Alarms. Think 10-year warranty. Think Australian-owned. Think redsmokealarms.com.au. Play the update. Stinger, have you already played it? Give yes. up. I missed it at the top. Sorry, I was too busy eating that cookie. Uh, yes, the NRL season is now 12 months of the year. There is no off days because, you know, this time of year, Socky, there is lots of transfer news. Benji Marshall, he's flown down to Melbourne to try and nab a storm centre. They're looking to sign PNG International. Justin Olam uh, in a poss- possible swap for forward Sean Bloor. That's a very good move from them, I think. Um he had a bit of a down year last year, only scored six tries in 2023. It's his lowest tally in the last five seasons, but I tell you what, he can play. He's a proper centre. Uh, I mean, the, the try scoring is one half, but I think yeah. defensively, that was probably the poorest that I'd seen of him. I don't know whether you miss half a step there. You know, he's always been known as a bit of a bulldog um, sort of centre. Really tough, a lot of hard carries. Um, and, you know, for a good period of time, there was almost impenetrable. In the centres, but uh, he was dropped from the mm. Melbourne team. So maybe there is a bit of sense of life in him. 
um, to maybe move. Um, last year, as you said, only six tries. Um, but his overall record is pretty good. Debuted in 2017 and scored 46 tries in 104 games for the Storm. So Benji, I don't mind his practice getting down to the Storm and having that conversation. Think about some of the Storm. Outside backs, they've got Nick Meaney, Remus Smith, Ryan Pappenhausen, Will Warbrick, Xavier Coates. They've got uh, Suafar Longo as well, who came on late in the season. So there is a little bit of a surplus there. And they might be able to get a forward. Yeah, Not a bad a deal trade. for the Storm either. Do you think with all the Storm players that you've got down there, I mean, there was a lot of talk with Big Puppy. I mean, how are they going to fit all these guys in? Nick Meaney, you know, made every post the winner, being very used to, uh, uh, being a great utility, being able to play in certain, you know, different positions, fullback, centres, wing, whatever else. Um, do you think one of those players, one of those big names might get squeezed out before the season starts? Well, they might have to, mer- like... If Olam goes and one of those players, probably, I don't know, Xavier Coates might move into the centres. Yep. I don't know. This mm. is what the preseason is going to be about for Bellamy yep. to sort of work out can they facilitate the move and maybe move one of the wingers on to get far longer and more time. Yep. Then you've got the Meany Pappenhausen situation, like mm. what's going on there. Pappy's looking good mm-hmm. in terms of return too. So yep. if you're a player that's a bit down on, down on your luck and down on form, is the Tigers the place you want to go? If you think of some of the guys in the last couple of years that have sort of been in that position that have gone there, um, it hasn't really done the trick for them. Uh, I'm thinking of sort of like the David Clemmers. Uh, I'm thinking of um, Papa Lee. He, well, he was actually – he had quite good form coming out of the Eels. He went to the Tigers. Second row of the year. Mm, didn't do a lot there. I mean, for Olam, is this a case of he doesn't have any other choice or more game time. Like maybe. probably Bellamy's told him, like with that back line, like it's gonna be hard unless there's injuries or origin to get mm. time. Look at and even someone like a John Bateman who was you know, when he left the Raiders, he was unbelievable. Was he good in Super League Bateman? I didn't follow him for yeah, those he did couple well. of years. Yep. Yep. And he didn't do much of that. Anyway. Some good highlights. Roosters have got some news. They do have some news. Uh yeah. on you go. Well, a couple of their big stars are looking at re-signing. Brandon Smith is set to activate his player option for 2025. Had a great back end of the year, didn't he? Came he did. in at Came the start good, yeah. and was trying to find his way. It's a big... Injuries. Injuries. I mean, it just highlights, even though you're a good player, still trying to fit into a team set up and structure how you find your place. But um, he was electric at the back end for the Roosters. Big catalyst for why they finished so well. Uh, and Luke Keary, who is also off contract in 2024... Uh, the Telegraph has reported that he's got a one-year extension, could be on the cards. Um, hell of a player, three-time Premiership winner. He's played 205. He's played 205 games. He still looks 14. I know. Um, and I've been enjoying his work when he gets on and speaks with Cooper Cronk. I think he's, you know, you can see why he's such a an efficient and effective player. I think he understands the game as good as anyone else. So... Yeah, played for the Bunnies, played for the Roosters, and they'll be looking to um, get him on that extension. That's a good point, getting halves combos to work together on TV as well. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't like work it. as much when you've got Gordon Tallis and Cooper Cronk trying to talk about different uh, language, block mate. plays. Second and... rowers <laughs> yeah. and, and halfbacks. They yeah. speak a different language. Yeah. I've worked with a lot of them. Halfbacks speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Second rowers. Not so much. Um, <laughs> sea Eagles news. I've got some Sea Eagles news. Um, Luke Brooks was having a coffee at a cafe in the city yesterday. 
and he was having a biscotti with it, and I yelled out, Brooksy, go the Eagles! <laughs> and he looked scared. So he's ready to fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I saw DCE at school pickup. So I saw a couple of the Are you following these guys around? Oh, I think it's the other way around. This, um, um, Luke Brooks still got that barbecue. Oh, I go. hope so. What a great gift. What what did it have um, a temperature gauge on the hood? Do you know? Mm. I think it was a it was a Weber, wasn't it? Jeez. Was, so that's I, their trademark. Yeah, is it? The te- yeah, yeah, it's the very good. Uh, on the there hood. was a lot of news broken this week, uh, Brooksy. For those of you that weren't listening along to the board, boardroom, if we can go through it quickly. On Thursday, uh, you guys broke uh, that it. Uh, well, Justin Rodsky's thinking that Pappy will be running in January, which is great mm. news for Storm fans and great news for Pappy. Gosh, he's been unlucky. Um, obviously suffered a broken ankle in the Storms. Major qualifying final against the Broncos. Will be great, great to see him running around the paddock again. Um, Wednesday, you guys broke that Nick Politis was not happy about Kyle Flanagan and Jack Bird's dig at the Roosters in the Dragons social media post about their opponents for 2024. Did you see that? They were doing uh, charades and you had to guess who the players were. The team was that they were playing against and they mimed a brown paper bag. <laughs> and, doing that. And, uh, what's it called? Making it rain. Yeah. Making it rain. Um, which mm. Nick Politis just said. He didn't enjoy that, did No. He? Mm. No, he was upset about that. Mm. Because the Roosters don't do that sort of thing. There is an old adage, though. You don't get upset about things that aren't true, though, either. Like if I said, you know... If you said... Uh, you like wearing ladies' dress, you'd just laugh that off, wouldn't you? If you like <laughs> ladies' dress. But if you got offended, and said, I, I don't. I, that's... I, I know oh. that you... In, so that's... Yeah, a little, that is... little window. If there's a hint of truth about it. Really? Yeah. You get defensive about it, don't you? Wow. Mm. We should test that out. A bit here. of psychology 101. There you go. Sigmund? Sigmund Freud. Yeah. yeah. Pavlov. Yeah. Pavlov's... Yeah, conditioning... Pav- yeah. Mm. Uh, on Tuesday, another in more Roosters news, um, they are retaliating to rugby union um, trying to steal. Well, they stole Joseph Asualihi. Mm. They uh, they spoke to Mark. Let's go, Brooksy. Give it a go. Nah, no Wanganita Wasi. No Wanganita Nisi. No Wanganita Wasi. That's what I said. Oh, you've actually spelled it out there for me. Um, he's They're looking to say... He's up in 2025, and they're looking for a replacement for Joseph Suwalihi. Um Not a bad like-for-like trade. They're both very good players, both very good, what would you call them, outside backs? Yes. Um, could play, I guess, both on the wing and probably in the centres. Uh, Gibbo, you're a Roosters man. Would you like to see Marky Mark in the tricolours, mate? Absolutely. He's been one of the bright sparks for both the Waratahs and the Wallabies over the last couple of years. But what's underrated is he's an aerial threat and the Roosters are going to lose to Ali and then Daniel Tupo potentially at the end of next year. So I think he'd be a great replacement. And he just seems like he's got a bit of go to him. I think so too. He's got a spark. He's got a spark, a Marky Mark do, spark. Do you think, Gibbo, that there's potential... Um, there was a bit of talk with cross-code rivalry that you should, could sit these guys outside of the cap or have a special yeah. cap for these guys. I mean, that's I don't mind that as an idea, but like the Roosters are always sort of got this so-called sombrero. They always have these sorts of deals. I, I saw that Jorgo, Max Jorgensen, and him potentially might be looked at by the Roosters. Mm. Do we really need to be going out and getting all these ARU players? Like, is there really that many that that NRL clubs will be looking at and? Clubs like the Tigers, sorry, Brooksy, the Dragons, who have been down the bottom of the ladder, what's the bet they're not going to be picking up some player who gets injured or just can't move over? I think it'll just make the division even wider. 
Anyway, I that's enough. I personally think of... the NRL should see a strong Wallabies as a good thing. Absolutely. Like, they should be actually helping them and working hand-in-hand hand with them. Also, the Waratahs and the Brumbies. Because yes. people get confused about rugby and league overseas. Is that mm. what it is? And we sort of steal the Wallaby thunder. Mm. And vice versa, if there's good rugby league, everyone just calls it rugby anyway. Exactly. Uh, but also, you just, like, you don't want to be embarrassed on a global scale. Like, I went to that World Cup when the Wallabies were out and... Eddie was carrying on like a pork chop and it was embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. we're, we're a proud sporting nation and we should be doing well globally and I think if we can help our... Yeah, don't, don't know, they... Uh, wouldn't cousins. they help each other though? Like if you've got superstars, like you've got Sualiti going over there, just say he goes over to the Wallabies and he just brains it. Like you, we've got guys, you know, in this boardroom who love rugby league and love watching players like Sualiti play. If he's playing on a Saturday night for the Waratahs while there's nothing on, I'm watching it. Absolutely. Yeah, and I... I it happens in coaching staff and people don't get upset. Michael Checker goes and works for the Roosters and there's talk of him, you know, potentially. He was tossed up for the Dragons, wasn't he, Brooksy, at one point? Oh, yes. Uh, and, you know, and people think that's a good thing because they're helping each other out. They're giving each other, I don't know, coaching tips, whatever it is. But with this whole player trade thing, it just seems to get a bit nasty. Like that whole putting them outside the cap. I mean, come on, PVL. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is an innovator and I don't mind a little bit of left of centre thinking. I mean, you're seeing across all different codes at the moment how, uh, particularly with the winter sports, rugby league, AFL, you know, they're going over to Vegas. So AFL's very quick to jump into that little space that's open. We're watching the women's big bash right now. The Stars won for 37 uh, against the Hobart Hurricanes, but they're just trying to buy windows and time in the calendar. And if there's an opportunity, codes just don't think as... Sensibly is what we do, Professor. Yeah, you did right. Uh, hey, on that magical note, let's take another little break. You are listening to the Run Home with Joel and Fletch on your Friday afternoon. You're on the Run Home with Joel and Fletch, thanks to Hyundai Kona N-Line. Uh, Imagine to be bold. On a Friday, as you know, you get the prof in the sock. Apologies for that last break. Uh, we've had a lot of people write in and say it was too much sport and too interesting. Um, so we won't be doing any more of that serious stuff. Uh, Text lines are lighting up here. Um, Gibbo, as a Kiwi, I'm backing India. In, there's two teams we dislike, Australian cricket team and the English rugby team. That's from Will. Um, well, it's not very nice, is it? No. I, I agree with the second one there. Mm. Um, oh, it's really sucked the air yeah. out of the room there. Uh, hey, you know who will bring it back up? Our next guest... He's become a bit of a favourite for us on a Friday here uh, from SEN Track. Uh, he's an analyst and he bloody loves horses. It is Dean Watling. Dean, welcome to the boardroom. Welcome. Uh, good to be here, fellas. It's a terrific Friday afternoon. It's always even better when I get to chat to you too on a juicy Friday. Ooh, oh, juicy. Thank you, mate. Thank well, that's you, what Dean. we needed, didn't we, Professor? We did. And we got it. We did. We Thanks, needed Dean. Dino just to just to pump the air up a bit, and you've done that, mate. Thank you. Now, just so people know, you can get all of Dino's tips at deanwatling.com. Uh, Dino, we're going to get into the horse racing very soon. But before, before we do, I just wanted to set the scene. Where are you? What are you wearing? What are you up to? Mm. <laughs> uh, it's probably not the best Friday to come to me in that. Oh, I haven't left the computer desk all day. I'm yet to have a shower. Thus far, oh, um, so okay. I've been at the That's desk disgusting. slaving away. So I can't, um, yeah, I can't entice you or get you aroused on a Friday, unfortunately. But you can let your imagination run wild if you like. Are you in the PJ still, or are you, uh, have you popped on a bit of an office attire? No, I've got the 
the footy shorts and a long sleeve on. I got the fan going, so nothing too special. Um, I'm going to get hey, sorted after this. <laughs> Sold yourself short on saying you couldn't arouse us, mate, with that sort of kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's bloody fantastic. Oh. Um, oh. So, uh, oh, mate, doesn't take much these days. Uh, doesn't take much. Um, mate, The uh, you've got Newcastle. You've got a few tips for us in the Hunter. Um, now, we wanted to ask you this to start with. Race one, it's the biggest race of the whole day. We're, just, we're wondering why number one in, at the Hunter is the big one. What are you, number one? Cash. Race one at the... Brooksy, jump in here. He's, he's tipped me into this. Race one, the Hunter, is the... You, it's the highest yeah, prize money, is it? Dino, is race one the most prize money out of all the races? I don't think it is. Give me two seconds. Oh, oh mate. It's the Max Lee's classic. No, it's only worth 160K, Brooksy. Oh, it must have been a typo. It said 1.6 million in the paper. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah, no, it didn't. <laughs> right, okay, so... That's all right, Dino. We'll skip that. Race seven, you got a tip for us? Oh, I like that. I thought Brooksy might have had a run. I see one of the chat about it. Race seven, we'll go to <laughs> It's a bridesmaid event on the, the card. It's the spring stakes for three-year-olds over 1,500 metres. Um, really good event. It's not the strongest race, so that doesn't affect me. i just got to find the winner. I think there's two horses that we're going to attack the race with. A little bit of a two-prong attack. Uh, keen on the nine until Valhalla. She's a filly adapted really well to... Sort of finding herself out in front intentionally last start, and she led all the way, kicked away, and strong time. Strong time. Sorry, like I said, it's not really a strong race. I think you can come out of the midweeks and win this. And the three, Invincible Spy, happy enough to have a little saver on him. He's around five bucks now, which I think is getting too big. He was good uh, winning at Gosford last start. He'll set it up on speed, so you won't need any luck with him. So keen to attack race seven with a good bet on the nine until Valhalla, and a good. Saver on the three invincible spy fellas. All right, let's look at race eight, Dean. What do you like? I like. I mean, I can't. I can't steer past Marzu and Nashi on board there. But hey, I'm happy to be convinced otherwise. Well, we we like the same flavour stock. Oh, I love the setup here. Marzu and Nash for real life. Marzu hasn't won in a while, but I think proportionally to that, he hasn't raced in an easier contest than he will find on Saturday. So I think a drop back and the big tick, Nash goes on, but he did ride in a trial aboard Marzu too. So he's got that familiarity on the horse. Um, there's a little bit of rain overnight. I spoke to the track manager this morning. They got a little bit of rain, so Marzu enjoys that. And I think this is another race we can have a two-prong attack with the Peter and Paul Snowden duo. The three as well, King of Sparta. He was luckless last start. Prior to that, he was good down there at Flemington. So I'm going to be backing both the one, Marzu, and the three, King of Sparta. And good to see the money's come from Marzu. Um, Socky must have backed the truck up today. Mm, I certainly did. <laughs> Straight after race eight, um, I believe we've got race nine. Have you got any, <laughs> any tips for us there? Yeah, they generally go in order. Well, um, wow. 8.5 maybe. Oh, we go to race good nine. Shout. Number 11, Chris Lee's. Interesting, this is probably one of the biggest meetings for Newcastle. Chris Lee's trained out of Newcastle, but he's 0 from 39 with runners across this day. So he'll be looking to make it one, I hope, in race nine, number 11, Tavi Time. Really progressive gelding. He's the best horse in the race. The slight query is he'll probably go a long way back. As long as the truck's playing fair and they're running down the middle, I think he'll put a margin on them. So we ran out of the day, race nine, number 11, Tavi Time. Now, we move on to Caulfield, uh, Dino, and we were trying to get some tips out of our 
uh, mate, Shawnee Omerod, but he said, leave it in the safe hands of Dean Watling. Maybe we start uh, with the Neds Village Stakes Race 5. Good race, this. Uh, good luck pronouncing this if you read it on paper, but the 11 is pronounced She Ripper. Um, hopefully we're celebrating after she or he gets the cash. Um, really nice progressive type from SA, and SA horses have been coming across and dominating the Victorian Carnival. Um, gets to a nice price now, around that $3.10 price. Was shorter in the week. I think we might get a little bit more. The money might come for hypothetical to fall, but I think She Ripper's a progressive type that can come to town and tell this lot up. So race five, number 11, She Ripper is how we kick off Caulfield. Then race seven, we've got the uh, Group 1,000 guineas. Talk to me. What do you got? Yes, another horse that's a little bit tricky to pronounce. Uh, race seven, number two, Coer Volante. This is the best bet of the day down there. Really keen on this filly. She's got tactical speed. She'll roll to the front and she'll break their hearts. The three Skybirds are danger, but she'll get back. She'll be cluttered up on the inside, needing oxygen, while Claire Volante will be off and gone. So quite keen, first um, on race seven, number two, Claire Volante. All right, last one. Uh, let's have a look at race 10. Um, so I'm going through my own form here. Uh, she dances is hard to go past. Yeah, we're on again here. So race 10, number two, she dances. I think it's a two-horse race between her and Queen of the Ball, but against Queen of the Ball up to 1,200 metres. I think she's an out-and-out 1,100-metre horse where she dances is six from seven at 1,200 metres. So easy case to make for she dances. Hopefully our pockets are full and we're dancing our way to the bookies at the end of the day. Absolutely. Hey, who does your form when you say on my form? Do you do? You sit and do your form? The clue is mine, yeah. Do you <laughs> get the old VHS out? And... Well, get, yeah, that's it. Well, I've, got a, I've got a process. Uh, I like to sit unshowered uh, in my football kit. <laughs> in your footy shorts. <laughs> in my footy know, shorts. Uh, all day <laughs> and uh, look at VHSs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to ask that type of VHSs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we know which ones. Mm. Hey, uh, thank you for joining us, Dean. Good luck tomorrow. Um I hope it all goes well, and especially on that race one, that $1.6 million. Yeah. What is it called, Brooksy? Uh, the big one. The big one. Mm. On, the, <laughs> on the big one tomorrow. Thanks, Dino. We'll chat to you soon. Thanks, fellas. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, just a reminder, you can get Dino's tips at deanwatling.com and also a reminder for the best contributor of the day, you'll win a double pass to the Three Blue Ducks restaurant at the Finer Drop Festival at Royal Randwick. Enjoy your curated courses with drinks to pair. It's a Schnitz Schnugget Sports Schnupdate. Got that winning taste right now? Schnitz. Handcrafted schnitzels, made fresh, made just for you. Yes, indeedy duty is time for a sports schnupdate. Um, did I say that right, Brooks? Yes, yes, you did. Um, and just a reminder, the best contributor of the day, uh, they'll win a double pass to the Three Blue Ducks restaurant at the Finer Drop Festival at Royal Randwick. Enjoy four curated courses with drinks to pair, which we've now learned is an appetizer. Um, it's a then a main. Um, then sorry, appetizer, entree, main. That's not cool. That's Dessert. not a course, though, is it? You don't call it up, Mark. You help me out here. An appetizer isn't a meal. No, surely it's soup starter, and then either a soup or a fish course. 
You're hoping there's a fish course. What, there's a fish course isn't counted as a main course? No, no, not in the fancy places. Sorry. Uh, let's, we're actually doing a sports update. Formula One, the opening <laughs> ceremony in Las Vegas. Um, hey, people are pumped for this, the Las Vegas Formula Urn. Um, Jared Leto's band, Keith Urban, Kylie Minogue, Blue Man Group, John Legend and Will I Am, they're all performing... Is this on now? It was the opening ceremony, Professor. Do they do opening ceremonies for all the Formula Urns? Or down, just... the, down the straight. Mm. You know how they have the uh, pits yep. there at yeah. the grandstands? Yep. They had fireworks. The sphere was going off. Well, it was a bit of an event because the F1 have... This is their event. It's not the city of Las Vegas or the state of Nevada's event. It's the F1's yeah, event wow. this time. Martin Brundle, did we get... In? No, that's on the race day. Yeah, yeah. Race day. So yeah. did you see the sphere when the race is on? isn't allowed to use the colours yellow, uh, red, and blue. Is that right? Yellow, red, and blue, Brooksy? Is that because is yes. of birds? It's, so they like fly into the... No, it's not birds. It's to do with the cars. Because oh. when oh, you're driving red, around... Red, yellow, red they're all stop they're, they're signs. Stop, signs. They're different signs and stuff. So if you're driving... Uh, I mean, sure, like the sphere is this giant freaking signs. thing in the sky, mm. which I don't know how you're getting that mixed up with a couple of globes down on the side of the track, but <laughs> yeah. uh, apparently it can throw the drivers off. Yes. They, they had their first practice today, started about half past three, our time, and it finished after 10 minutes, cancelled for the rest of the day because it was found that a concrete frame around a manhole cover had failed yeah. during first practice. So essentially there was a manhole cover in the middle of the track and no one covered it up. Yeah. And so or the Stuart Street course, maybe. Stuart so called it off. Stuart yeah. after 10 minutes. Unbelievable. <laughs> cover your manholes. I've always said that. Uh, <laughs> Wednesday, the Netflix <laughs> Flicks Cup at the win. What's that mean, Brooksy? The Wynn Golf Course in Las Sorry, Vegas. Yes, we were chatting about this. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch any of the highlights of no, the Netflix no, Cup? No, our boy Carlos Sainz won, didn't he? Our boy. Our boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just said no, Carlos Albon Sainz. lost. Albon. Oh. <laughs> um, boy. Our, yeah, our boy Carlos Sainz, he, he won but broke the trophy, didn't he? He did. Yeah. So the uh, it's done, there's four golfers, professional, yes. and there's four car races professional yes. and they play uh, match play is it Brooksy that's and the, correct uh, the duo that ends up winning at the end of the day they win the Netflix Cup and I believe their price goes from sixteen ninety nine a month down to fourteen ninety nine. that's what the winner gets yeah, per month nice. so Netflix is a bit only <laughs> one person can have the cup at once yes you yeah. can't it's not like it's not like one household it's not like two girls yeah. one cup yeah, it's not oh, it's not oh, it is yeah Oakland Athletics have been given the green light by other owners to relocate to Las Vegas. This is real sad that the uh, Oakland A's are moving down there. They're a, they're a real part of that, the fabric of the MLB. I think it's kind of sad when you lose a team like that. I'm just saying it because I love Moneyball. What a great film that is. Uh, they will join the Raiders and the Golden Knights in Sin City. Um, the NBA yet to have a team down there. The Aces play down there for the WNBA, but it's probably a matter of time before one of the smaller franchises make their way to Las Vegas. Mm. Or expansion. Ooh, are they talking about expanding the NBA yeah, more? Talk. Vegas and Seattle, maybe. Oh. Bring back the Sonics. Yeah. You were a Sonics fan Dash back in the day, Brooks. Yeah. I remember that. Um, the Raiders are back at the moment, aren't they, uh, Marky? In the NFL, they're, uh, they sack their coach. Their new coach is two from two. Yes. And they've got a big game against Miami. Wow, look at you. Yeah, and they're rank outsiders. But I just, I mean, I like helmet the way they're playing at the moment, finding, you... finding ways to win. Western C- Sydney Eagle also texted and said they went over that manhole, which was covered. It got sucked up into the car and stuffed the car completely. Oh, porpoise. Like, did it? 
Yeah, down and sucked up the manhole. <laughs> you are determined to get cancelled this afternoon, mate. Uh, hey, this is a great story. Um, a, run- <laughs> a runner was banned for 12 months for using a car in a race. <laughs> what? Could you repeat that? Because it's a runner. A runner for using, using a, a car. car in a race. Ultra marathon runner Josia Zakrazuski has been banned for 12 months by UK Athletics for using a car in a race. Apparently, you can't use cars in running races. So Zakrazuski uh, accepted a medal and a trophy for finishing third in the 2023 GB. Sorry, Great Britain. A medal Ultras. and a trophy for finishing third. There's a problem with that. Well, yeah, Manchester to Liverpool 50-mile race on the 7th of April. These days, everybody gets a trophy. That's what I mean. Yeah, I've got a a six-year-old. Medal and a trophy, though. Wait, are we saying a car, uh, drugs is worse than a car? Car's like the ultimate cheating. Did I say cars are worse yeah. than drugs? No, no, no. I'm just just saying that. Like a car gets you illegally to the line. Look, I'm not condoning drugs, but... Surely that your legs are yeah. getting you there. You're that's jumping a, in a car. Exactly. No drugs in the be, world can make you as fast as a car. That should be lifetime ban, not I one agree. year. Oh, I say. So you're say, you're saying that twelve months is about the same as a drug ban? No, drug but bans generally minimum, 24. Yeah, it's minimum twelve or lifetime. Uh, tw- Twenty yeah. four, two to four years. And and what Brooks is saying, it should be longer because you've hopped in a car. You've gone in, in a, a car for two and a half kilometers, two and a half miles. So that's. I, I personally think that should over be... Over 5Ks of a... <laughs> you in no, car. Wait a second, wait a second. That should be on the organisers of the race. That's, people should be going, wait oh, a sec, that bloke just got in the car. Well, if it, you can do it and you can get away with it, I, I'm all for it. I so, think it's fantastic. Well, okay, apply, no, that, apply that to drugs then. So what's the difference? You're an ultra marathon runner. If you can do it, get away with it. That's oh, your job. All right. We're going to have to take a break here. We'll get back into it later. That was the Schnitz Sports <laughs> update. Got that winning taste right now. Schnitz, handcrafted schnitzels, made fresh, made just for you.